2: The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health
0: recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Yeah, obviously you're excited for preseason games. You're excited to get back out there. You're excited for training camp uh, to get back
1: out there. But there's just nothing like regular season football. And I think when when you get those cut downs and then you come in here today with meetings and you're kind of with the group that's going to be our group, Um, It makes you excited. You're just kind of um, excited about the guys in that room, uh, the guys on this team, the coaches. You're excited about what we put in as far as work. Um, Now we got to go out there and prove it.
0: Yeah, who's excited for football? Week one of the National Football League 2021 season. This guy's excited for football. Yeah, ready for college. On Saturday was great. I told you. You don't sound excited to me. You sound really excited. On like a one to
3: 10 scale, you sound like a two right now. No, no, no. Are you kidding?
0: I am extremely excited for football to start. Adam Thielen rocking the, the Minnesota logo on his hat, too, representing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Mackie and Judd, daily Minnesota sports entertainment. Are you not entertained? And every Tuesday, we go through a list of people who get it and who mm-hmm. don't, according to us. And I would love, just based off Adam Thielen's excitement there, I would love to do the honors here and tee yeah, off absolutely. here. If you Please guys do. are okay right. with it. All yeah. right. Okay. And and this is a little bit of a two-faced Who doesn't get it? Because ordinarily, I think this outlet gets it. We had uh, Eric Eager on from this outlet yesterday on Purple Daily. But who doesn't get it? Pro Football Focus. Gasp. Because I think they're too low on the Vikings. I just went through this morning and looked at their analytical projections for each team, their forecast for the entire 2021 season. And would you guys believe they have the Vikings, and I don't know how many simulations they do of the season, but they do a bunch of them. And they have the Vikings' average win total at Mm -hmm. 7.8. 7.8? They've got their playoff percentage at 34%, their division win percentage at 16%, and their Super Bowl win percentage at 1%, meaning if you played this season 100 times, they're saying only once would this collection of Thielen, Jefferson, Neal Hunter, Cook, O'Neil. over to Kendricks, back to Harrison Smith, O'Neal, Gronklin, but they only win the Super Bowl once. They only win the division 16 times out of 100, even though Green Bay has weird chemistry issues. Uh, I just feel like our guys at Pro Football Focus are way too low on the Vikings. I don't think they get it. Your thoughts. This
3: continues a trend of the national media not loving this team. I, I believe it was Peter King in his predictions, which are just done by him. Obviously, had the Vikings not making the playoffs, that they, they were not one of the seven seeds in the NFC that he had. ESPN had their football outsiders uh, deal yesterday, and I believe that had the Vikings not making the playoffs. So there's mm-hmm. a very there's a very large disconnect. Between the national perspective, it seems like, on the Vikings and our perspective. And I don't think we expect them to be great, but um, there almost seems to be this surefire feeling that if if it goes the way the national people think, you're going to have some major changes with this team.
1: NFL Network, too, this morning also had floor and ceiling when Cynthia Freeland did her analytical report, too. And it's just 9.6 wins is the Vikings ceiling. For two thousand ceiling, ceiling. Yeah, is, I saw 6. that too, and the
0: the floor was like five, five. So, so their window is five and twelve through nine and eight. Yeah. Or oh, would, would she say nine point six? Yeah, nine point six. So round so, up mean, to you ten. Can round to ten, if you want. Yeah. So they're Ooh. saying best case scenario best case. is ten and seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. There's some depth issues, and we've definitely talked a little bit, at least, about Kirk Cousins on this show throughout the years, but. That just seems like they're, you're saying in, in no circumstance are they going to just rip off a bunch of wins and go 12-5 and five with the level of talent they have at these starting positions. That's what I the
3: national know. people are saying. That's I 100% what they're saying.
0: So they don't get it. Or we don't get it. it. They
3: they get it. Get it. it. I was going to say, prepare for the <laughs> fact that it might be us who are the bozos, <laughs> and they're dead on accurate.
0: <laughs> I think what happens is like usually when there's this much national consensus... Usually, and there's you know, Vegas over under wins, or I think uh, Eric Eager said yesterday that it's like nine wins is sort of the, the mark, like eight and a half, nine wins when you look at all the sports books. Generally, when there's that much national momentum toward an outcome, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, like not going to be 12, right? It's not going to be 11, but I just think they're, if the starters stay healthy, these national outlets, including our friends at Pro Football Focus, are way too low. So oh, maybe by the end of the year we'll be doing we'll be pointing the finger back at us on a Tuesday. Well,
3: if if we are, we're gonna be talking about a new coach and perhaps a new GM. I don't know about that one, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Judd, who gets it, who doesn't? Uh who doesn't get it? This one needs to be resolved and follow me. Who doesn't get it? The National Football League, the Houston Texans, and to a certain degree, Deshaun Watson. One of the marquee quarterbacks in this league who is in legal trouble, but we don't still know how deep is just sitting there, and he's not going to start the season. And it sounds like because he's mad at the Texans, he's not talking to the Texans. The league has not taken the, the Adrian Peterson steps of suspending him. It's this nebulous netherworld that they've created. <laughs> for a guy who is a marquee, I'm not talking about good, he is a very good, he is a star quarterback, um, it's very weird to... Now, if they came in, if the league came in and said Deshaun is suspended, uh, pending this, blah blah blah, I'd be like, okay, that's not ideal for him, but at least it takes us towards a conclusion of some sort. I don't understand what everyone's doing here. Like, somebody step, somebody step up and make a move. Um, suspend him. I'm fine with that. If it is weird. You yeah. think it's credible? I mean, if you think that this is going to come down and he is going to be uh have to go to trial, I don't know, but if you think that that's the case and you're the league, suspend him. If you don't and and you think he's going to be cleared, handle it that way. I just I don't understand a marquee player being treated like, "Yeah, just go go away for now and we'll come back and revisit this at some point." I it's very confusing to me.
0: I feel like the. What, didn't the NFL have a run there where even though they were misguided on their suspensions, like they only gave Ray Rice two games? And then the video came out and they're yeah. like, oh, I oh. guess that was pretty bad. But uh, Adrian Peterson, like the, they put Peterson on the. Was it like the exempt yeah. the administration yep. exempt yeah. list or something for the rest of the season? Correct. And that wasn't. That hadn't played out in the court system yet. Correct. Right? right. It was exactly. just Peterson's accused and, and reportedly. Well, I guess it was police reports, but. So the NFL has acted in similar situations before, right? Yep. And in that case, the league
3: weird. the league did the Vikings a favor because they, they sort of just took control, which actually made sense. That's what I don't get here. Like, are we just going to allow this guy to be like, ah, well, we'll
0: get back to that. Just odd. Yeah, it is super weird. Uh, Declan, who gets it? Who doesn't?
1: Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll go with who gets it. And for me, it's the fall sports calendar season. Labor Day came and passed. Summer is over. Summer is over. (laughs) And now it's the fall. And yeah, the NFL starting here in two days. NHL training camp starts in a couple weeks. It's our last reckless offseason for the NBA before their training camp picks up as well. This detriment of a twin season will be finally coming to a close in September. The fall calendar sports season is finally here. Football is here. I can't wait for kickoff on Thursday. The Vikings obviously play the Bengals on Sunday. Our Vent Line show returns to full strength on Sunday right after the game, which I'm excited to hear from a bunch of Vikings fans. So the fall sports calendar season finally is here, and it has arrived, and it gets it. It absolutely gets it.
0: It's a glorious time of year. I love the, this time. The of ho- year. Ho- hooded sweatshirt yep. weather mm-hmm. for the next several weeks. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Y- you wear oh, that are you hoodie, the though? hoodie, like, like, hoodie today? on this thing but right I think
1: now. You're rocking that hoodie in like 90 degree heat, though.
0: Or in, in the, the studio. Time. Yeah, in studio. In nine. studio because yeah, it's freezing
3: it. in here. But my point is, it this is. sucker's <laughs> back now, full time.
0: Yes, it is. 24 <laughs> seven. It was nice. I mean, college football just spread all across from like Thursday all the way through Sunday. Just random games going down to the wire. Actually fired up here i'll give you i'll give you my next two gets it who doesn't because it, it has to do with college football over the weekend um who doesn't get it people overreacting on the internet oh. to brian kelly oh, oh. <laughs> and you guys might disagree with this or take a different stance but on sunday night i we don't have the clip queued up because i didn't tell declan that i was going to go here but Uh, On Sunday night, after a hard-fought win over Florida State, (laughs) Notre Dame head coach Brian Kelly, after the game was interviewed, and he made clunky, awkward references to him being in favor of his team being executed. (laughs) And the internet freaked out. I mean, everybody was like, what? Is he calling for his—is he insinuating his players should be executed? What is this? This is an outrage, and then people started to realize, oh, it's a callback to a mid seventies quote John from McKay. John McKay. Yeah. So here's a history lesson, okay? Because like the internet freaked out, and even even when the explanation came forward, say, so, oh, he just he botched a line from like fifty years ago, forty years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, John McKay was the first head coach in Tampa Bay Buccaneers history back in the mid seventies. Uh, actually, for like ten years. So the first couple years, the Buccaneers were historically awful. They went 0-14 in their first year. They won two games in their second year. It wound up being like 20-some straight losses before they won their first game. Just a complete disaster. And John McKay was asked once around that just terrible period of Bucs football after a bad game, Hey, Coach, what did you think of your team's execution? And he replied, I'm in favor of it. And it was a line that lived for decades. I mean... It was a household line, right? It was a one-liner. Brian Kelly botched it completely and entirely on national TV, and it's 2021. People are more sensitive, but have we completely become incapable of just letting a bad joke be a, like? I'm, he wasn't. It wasn't anything that was necessarily racist, or it wasn't anything that was, you know, intolerant. It was a one-liner, tongue-in-cheek, and a callback from the mid '70s. And people can't compartmentalize and just say, "Oh, he botched a joke from." It was like an old man dad joke that didn't land right. And people freaked out. So who doesn't get it? People on the internet stop no. freaking out. Twitter doesn't get it? <laughs> Never. I always it was thought just, that they were so smart. It was a terrible It was a terrible joke. It was bad phrasing. The, the biggest insult was just his lack of comedic timing. I mean, yeah. what is, don't attempt it if you can't deliver I don't deliver think he's got it, a
3: right? lot of sense of comedic timing, though. Do you guys? <laughs> no, I don't think so. He is, uh Yeah. Uh,
1: can I can I actually jump in line because it goes in line with Phil on sure. uh, people freaking out over the internet? All right, I, I'm gonna tell you who doesn't get it: Jersey Police. Jersey takes and Jersey Police do not get it. So the oh, Minnesota you're ta- Wild. You're talking.
0: You're talking to two senior members of the Jersey Police. Oh Department, my god!
1: Man. Okay, so the the Minnesota Wild released their Winter Classic jersey over the weekend. If they're gonna wear it when they when they play the Blues. And look, it's a unique jersey. As I pop it up on our screen for the video audience, it's a unique jersey. It's got it's Minneapolis, fun. it's St. Paul. For whatever, to me, it really looks like a grain belt beer bottle put into a jersey. Mm-hmm. That's my first thought when I look at this is I think of a grain belt premium friendly beer. Now, people lose their collective minds over this, over too many stripes on a jersey. Uh, the, the the gloves <laughs> don't match the patch on the side of the shoulder. If we're putting so much effort Into this jersey and not into the team, not into the acquisitions, not into the lack of playoff success. And we're putting all this energy over jerseys. It's a damn jersey.
3: Sweaters, man. Sweaters are fun. People (laughs) love them. People love sweaters. i care about the product on the
0: ice. I don't care about what the hell they're wearing. How often are they even going to wear this? Just once. The Winter Classic. They're wearing this. But but they're going to sell. But they'll they'll sell
3: thousands, which is awesome for them.
1: I just the, the the collective effort that people f- freak out over a man. jersey or a sweater, people as they like to them. say in hockey. It's it's not warranted, and they don't get it. That's my who so this get it.
0: yeah so this doesn't really fall into the jurisdiction of so Judd and I are definitely members of the Jersey Police Department, correct? But it's but it's more about sort of as an adult, what is an acceptable jersey to wear and not. Uh, in this case, this is a throwback. This is a unique sort of once in a lifetime. Like, they're not going to wear this more than once, it sounds like. Correct. I can't... I guess I'm not one of those people that can look at a jersey and be worked up about there being one too many stripes. You know? Like, I don't I don't really have strong jersey yeah. takes. Like, a lot of people look at NFL uniforms. Those are terrible uniforms. And I'm like, are they? I don't know. They're, they're <laughs> exactly. uniforms. I don't, I don't usually I like have one, strong uh, uniform I like opinions, these. I guess. They're fine. They're creative. Okay. Sort of cute. I guess... My strongest uniform opinion would be watching college football over the weekend. Can Penn State mix it up just a no, little bit? No, 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 no. James Plain white mix helmets, it up. Yeah, plain yeah, blue no. jerseys. It's like tradition. Tradition <laughs> put for it, Penn State. You can't put like the Nittany Lion logo on. Just you know, something? college
3: jerseys have so jumped the shark though that I sort of like teams that don't change them up because you've got these teams that have like eight different combinations. All oh, the kids love them. Oh, screw the kids. <laughs> I wow, agree. Jeez. Screw she those college right. kids. I don't care. All right, dude, who gets right. it, who doesn't? I want to talk some baseball, just quickly, because I know we don't do a lot now because the Twins suck. Who gets it? The Tampa Bay Rays. And I'm going to give you the latest example of how they get it. Do you guys recall when the Twins, who are now actually have a decent record for 2021 in extras, do you recall when they got off to a terrible start? They were like, oh, and they lost, they lost like the first eight. And we had talks about the fact that when you get to the 10th now because of the guy on second base, it's a different world. And you've got to, like, be prepared to be creative. You can't just be like, I hope we hit a home run. Like, you can bunt guys over. Like, there's strategy involved, which is what I like about this. Did you see what the Rays did in their extra inning win at Fenway Park yesterday yesterday? Uh, up by two runs in the 10th. Oh, yeah, I did see this. Colin McHugh purposely balked the runner on second to third because they were up by two. The runner's run meant nothing, and they wanted to get him off second so he couldn't steal signs because if the batter homers, it's the tie game. If the guy just hits a sack fly, it's a one-run lead for the Rays still. But think about that. Seems
0: That's interesting. That feels like a little bit of over-paranoia. And the Red a little Sox bit of
3: overmanaging Red Sox have cheated. Red Sox have done that some weird true. things before.
0: All I'm that saying is, is this is the type of stuff that I love about baseball. Wouldn't it be easier just to change your signs up? They
3: clearly didn't like... I mean, they, they clearly thought that there might be some hanky-panky going on to second base. <laughs> a little hanky-panky.
0: They're like, no hanky-panky. You're moving to third base. And, 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 and I guess just to push back a little bit more, because... I mean that that's su- that's such a thing that a front office and a, and a coaching staff that thinks they're the smartest would totally do <laughs> I right. Love like, it though. Yes. Let's come up with a new creative like Larusa when he you know, twenty five years ago. I'm gonna I'm gonna bat the pitcher eighth. Yep, like just so I can put extra uh, an extra because so the nine hitter only the pitcher hits a buck fifty. The nine hitter hits two fifteen, so he's gonna get on base <laughs> a little more often for the three hitter. Oh boy! Hitter. It's oh, like, boy. Many, oh boy! I feel like they're. I hear you. I just feel like all right. Let's. Let's pump the brakes a little on how smart we, I'm think we are. I'm just
3: telling you I like the strategy cuz that the guy on second base causes you to or it should cause you to come up with creative ideas. And this whole thing of like, well, we'll just hopefully play normal baseball with a ghost runner on second. Anyway, I'm well, saying the
0: Tampa I'll, Bay Rays get it. Good for you, Rays. All right, I'm going to I'm going to go uh down that similar path here too. I got two things actually, who gets it, who doesn't. Who gets it? Federated Mutual Insurance Company really gets it. They've been helping business owners for over 100 years in the state of Minnesota. They are uh, based in Owatonna. They're one of us. They support local sports teams, and uh, they can give you peace of mind and risk management tools that protect your business and your employees. Find out more at federatedinsurance.com, and remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. I would say the Rays in general just get it, not because they're balking runners over to third base, but because – they're about to win 100 games, They're first place in the American League East, and with the lowest payroll in baseball year after year after year, they are flat better than almost every team, including the Twins. Um, I hope the Rays take Nelson Cruz and blast off to a World Series championship and just show, listen, like, this is how you do it. Twins, this is how you build a culture. This is how you build a pitching staff. This is how you develop pitching Uh year after year. This is how you proceed through the playoffs and not have urine running down your leg every single time you run into the Yankees or somebody. Um, The Rays have finished the last four years. They're going to win 100 games this year. Uh, They went 40-20 and last year, first in the American League East. 96-66 and in 2019. And 90 and 72 in 2018. And that was after like a four-year down period between multiple other 90-win seasons. So it's amazing to watch the Rays in that dump of a ballpark with no revenue coming in, no payroll. They have to trade away some of their best players. Not some, all of their best players. David Price, like all of these dudes they just have to get rid of. um, And they just keep reloading. So in general, if you're the Twins, just keep... I don't know. Take more notes, I guess, (laughs) Tampa. You want Falvey to take more notes? Yeah. So, all right. Anybody else who gets it, who doesn't? Uh, One more for me for who gets it,
1: and I uh, think, Phil, you would agree with it. AW. AW absolutely gets it, dude. Oh, my man. They had Adam Cole, Brian Danielson. Right? Because it's not Daniel Bryan. Now he's now he's back to his actual his, his, his real name. His real name Real name. Danielson. Yeah. Uh, Ruby Soho also debuted to go along with CM Punk making his first match in seven years. There is a legitimate wrestling competition and WWE is in trouble for the first time in like 20 plus years. And it's awesome. I caught like an hour of the pay-per-view last night before I dozed off. And the product is, is amazing. I love what I'm watching. I might have to actually get back into the cable game. Just so I can watch AEW on on what Wednesday and Friday there you go. nights I might have to do. There it. you go. Might have to do it. I
0: want I want AEW to be the thing that Judd reviews Use. when we get back to Judd reviews wrestling. We we didn't do the CM Punk pipe bomb one. Maybe we do uh. CM Punk pipe bomb and then into his return. Now uh, seven years after the last time he was in a ring, but Declan's right, man. If you're a wrestling fan or ever have been in your life, AEW is on fire right now. It's better. By a hundred times than WWE has been at any point in the last ten years, so well, I second what that. What will Vince WWE do? Answers.
3: What is poor Vince McMahon gonna He's, do? He,
0: there's no other cards to play. The, he played his cards at SummerSlam. Let's bring Goldberg and Brock Lesnar in and have them wrestle. And, you know, like and they even bring that's his only play.
1: They bring back Becky Lynch, their biggest star, and they completely botched it. Like yeah. it, it, she'd been gone for 15 months for maternity leave, and they come back and they they botch it. It's 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 amazing. Yeah. There, so are, who, who's next no up to run
3: that? Once Vince is gone, who I runs it as kid? Stephanie and Triple H, Stephanie but- and Triple- his,
1: his son Shane's kind of like unplugged from the business side of WWE. I mean, he's involved, but he's not as involved mm-hmm. as as Stephanie and Triple H are.
0: Yeah, but Vince is like what is he like 76, yeah. 78, something like that and it's just uh it's not really working out anymore. So that's who gets it, who doesn't. Unless, Judd, you had a last minute one you wanted to throw out here. No, I'm good. Let's you get everything get everything off I your chest. I got it all
3: off my chest.
0: All right. Go Rays. Uh, Who gets it? Who doesn't? Go Rays. Boo, pro football focus, being down on the Vikings. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us, Mackie and Judd. All right. All right. Um, I don't know where he's been the last few months, but we can tell you he is the number one Vikings fan we know. He has correctly predicted, if not flat out reported, Two of the last four Vikings first-round picks. He is a renaissance man and the creator and the founder three, of three, the. S- three
2: wow, three. I got the the, the lineman for Florida. That's right. You got like
0: a fifth-round pick.
2: Uh, D- Denarius, uh, he hurt himself though. He's going to be out for the year.
0: Still, you get credit. Wait, still got it. Randy in Cottage Grove, the founder and creator of the Stud Stable, is with us. Randy, how
2: are you doing, our friend? I- uh, great um uh, uh, you know as a productive summer uh you know by the way uh,
0: a lot's changed since the last time you were uh, a regular on this show here Mackie and Judd going back to last fall we're now on YouTube on the Scarth YouTube channel so if you could just turn your webcam on there and maybe Dex maybe you can get rid of that banner real quick if you could turn your webcam on that would be super helpful for us here. Uh, we can finally
2: get a look at finally people the gloriousness like that is Randy me. in Cottage Grove. I I, I, I can't uh, I can't own a webcam. What you can't own a webcam? I don't I don't have I don't ha- I I, well, I don't have one, and I can't. Uh, it's legal uh, legally I can't own one. Is this because uh, this of your,
1: your your dating profiles? Did you do something where you you, you ruined a webcam? You burned a webcam or something?
2: Uh, it's a more of a it's a it's a different legal matter. I'll oh. just leave it at that. I'm, I'm not uh, I, that is one of the items I'm not allowed to uh, purchase.
3: This <laughs> from the state, the county, mm. like who decided this?
2: Um, it's a part of a restraining order, uh, and and it was a, it was a civil civil matter. And I, I'm not allowed to own a, a, a webcam. And uh, there's three retailers I can't uh, uh, patronize.
0: Hmm. Well, that's, that's too bad. That's, uh... Just
2: leave it at that. But I, uh, uh, I, if I if I uh, purchase a webcam, it, uh, it violates the terms of the uh, of the uh, of the order. We'll just leave it at that.
0: All right. Well, we don't want to get you in uh, any further legal trouble here. We're here to help you, and so we'd love to get your thoughts, Randy. With less than a week until the Vikings start the regular season in Cincinnati. Uh we'd love to hear your thoughts, your preview of the two thousand twenty one Viking season. How far do you think they can go?
2: I would uh a, a long ways uh, uh hopefully uh you know that's uh that's always the the goal you know every year we do have a you know school to the bowl is the chance that we do uh when we do our first shots uh school of, of- to the bowl. Skull to the ball. Yeah. Skull to, to the ball. The ball. Yeah, it's I like got it, a huh? little different it's got a little different ring ring to it in in a packed packed out bar, I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. But uh but uh we we do we'll do some shots uh next uh, next weekend and we'll we'll chant that and we'll we'll see what we can do. But I I, I think there's gonna be a lot of studs. I think there's gonna be more uh, more studs tables than than uh than duds tables uh this year if if uh, wow you want to be in fact, we You want to do a season uh, sneak uh, sneak season sneak preview uh, pretty stud stable. Do you know we? There's music you to need our to ears. Ask
3: the question.
2: Yeah. If you could play the music oh, sure. to my ears, that'd be good. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, cool. This is <laughs> literally the music this is
0: ears. Ra- The Randy in Cottage Grove 2021 Viking season preview sneak peek stud stable.
2: All right. Uh, this is a 20, uh, 2021, uh, worked a lot on, on, on this one the last few weeks, really few months, uh, looking at a lot of different things. I think, uh, uh, uh Kubiak is going to really open up the playbook uh, this year. Zim's going to let it, let let it fly a little bit. And you're going to see that a lot, First of all, this, this first guy is just absolutely aching, uh, in, 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 in the, in the loins to be a great player number this year justin jefferson oh yeah he's uh he's an absolute uh absolute burner he's got the speed he, he he's got the catch radius as we all saw That's and right. uh and this year i think you're going to be hearing his name a lot uh and, and followed by the followed by the name stud
0: yeah dude that catch radius i don't feel like people are talking enough about justin jefferson's catch
2: radius why
3: huge why are his loins aching is my question
2: for that's for, a figure of speech that he oh, he's okay, ready yep. to he's, he's he's ready to rock uh, what are uh, just
0: can i just ask a question maybe i'll regret this what are loins
2: it is it is his it pants uh is is jack it, it's uh oh, wow he's he's just got a lot he you know he he's he's snug is what i'm trying to say <laughs> okay uh, and, and i'm snug about him uh, number two boys. You know? here is uh showboy join him yeah delvin cook excuse me hmm no, just, just, keep keep going. Going. just keep going. Keep going. Keep uh, going. Delvin Cook is is really primed to come out and just kind of set the tone for running backs in the whole league. Uh, you know, the the, the the bell cow, the sort of featured workhorse back, is, a lot of people think it's a thing of the past. That's just because they're not all – they don't make them all as good as Delvin. He's still a workhorse. He, he's a bell cow. And uh, and he's going to – they're, they're going to ring that bell a lot of times. Uh, Delvin Cook, I got him on 20 touchdowns. Year, wow. 20 times he's gonna scamper uh, uh, into the end zone, uh, and 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 he he is he is set to go. I'm snug about Delvin, and he is a stud. Here's another guy on offense. Uh, you notice <laughs> I haven't mentioned the quarterback because he's a bozo, uh, and, and and all he really is is a, is a, a you know a cog. Uh, in, in fact, I hope I hope Kellen Mann gets a chance sooner than later because he is a stud. I mean, but, uh, uh, Kirk's
0: a pretty expensive cog, though. Yeah. Don't you think he has to be more than a cog?
2: I, I, you, you, what do you see? I see a cog. I, oh. I see a, a, a cog who, who who does what he's told. Uh, I think we need a cog. I don't think he does what too. he's
3: told, Randy.
2: I think it's <laughs> pretty, pretty certain good. he does
3: not do what he's told.
2: Uh, he he puts it where it needs to be. And, and one of those places it, it's going to be, oh, uh, and it's going to be there a lot, is, is Adam Thielen. Uh, you know, what do you say about a, a guy who... He's done it all, you know. He's done it all. He's 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 succeeded at the at the highest levels, uh, of course, other than the championship. But he, uh, but he he's he's he doesn't have a whole lot left to prove, uh, other than getting that ring on his finger. Uh, and and Adam Thielen, uh, he may now be second fiddle as far as uh, uh, Jefferson is concerned, but uh, he is still a stud.
0: He's first fiddle in your band. And, excuse me. Just keep going,
2: dude. Don't worry. And, and, just... and, and uh, uh, final, uh, another guy, uh, we'll wrap up uh, this weapons series uh, right. on offense with a guy who I think is just absolutely primed to have a big time here. Uh, and that's Irv Smith Jr. He's he's really ready uh, to come into his own uh, this year. And, and he's going to take Excuse me. He's gonna. Ca- he's gonna uh, really, really break like in a lot of catches across the middle.
0: Did you say? Hey, hold on a second. Did case you case. say? Ir- you said Irv Smith Jr. Yeah. Right? That's what he Correct said.
2: To tell you that he, he's, he's. Yeah, uh, man. He, this, is a Rudolph, this is a two thousand
0: twelve This is a two thousand twenty-one stud stable. With, uh, with, you're with not Kyle, gonna see him on the field till next year.
2: With Kyle Rudolph out of the picture, I'm going reading my notes here. With Kyle Rudolph out of the picture, uh, right, Irv nope. Smith is really, really primed to have a. They have a great campaign, uh, especially across the middle. Uh, Jefferson and, and Thielen can spread it out. You get a lot of screens, little scat back kind of moves with with Cook, leaving the leaving the middle open, you know, really for one on one coverage for Herb Smith Jr. Yeah. He's he's the kind of guy who I don't, you know, I don't play uh, 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 fan, uh, fantasy football, but if I did, I'd, I'd, I'd take a flyer on Herb Smith Jr. for having a big campaign. Hey Randy, and and, and, and a lot. Excuse me.
3: Uh, yeah, can I add a sentence to the end of your Irv Smith Jr. notes? Sure. Take this down. He's out for the season with an injury.
2: When did when did that happen? I didn't, oh, like, uh, probably, probably like
0: two weeks ago now, Randy. I don't know how old your notes are. I don't know when, when the last time I've you checked in with things. i worked uh, on this for, worked on this for,
2: week, for weeks, months. Mm-hmm, I, no. I, you know, the same way that uh, the, the Kuiper doesn't just wake up and, and mock. There's a lot that goes into it. Oh, he wakes up. So yeah, I feel like I feel like
0: updating thing. your notes is probably something you should add to the process. You know, so there, keeping there, keeping there, up you, with the news cycle. I know you're a busy. There's guy yeah. Website. A
2: lot going on. I got a lot going. This isn't all I do. I got a lot going on. I got I got I got I, you know I, well, I still can't I I'm not allowed to work but I'm 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 dating, in, in, in mocking. That's unfortunate. I, I don't know. I, I guess what I mean, I have, have to go. out to double check. You're, you're allowed okay? to date. I got a lot going on, and, and this is what I, what I the one thing I don't need is in right right on the cusp of the season, kind of news like this, it throws the whole thing off.
0: Yeah, I I, I got to I, I think I think a lot of us and Vikings fans reacted this way when it happened yeah. like a half month ago. So it you know throws, we're, we're here to support thing, you, man.
2: I, it throws the whole thing off. Hmm. Well,
3: I think he well, just. I think he just. We left. didn't get off on the right foot there, but it's not
0: our fault. Well, oh, well. all right well that was uh yeah, how was that was that was the legendary Randy in Cottage Grove Randy Vikes 69 on Twitter you like he's almost to 1000 followers it looks like hey. on Twitter there and he's been bringing his weekly stud and dud stables as a caller into the old Mackie and Judd radio show and I thought we had it figured out I was all excited Me he too. showed up when he showed up yes. to the state fair in person like 4 years ago yep and he was rocking, I want to say, a Jared Allen jersey and some uh, bright Viking Zubas. I was kind of excited to get him on camera and he here, ran away. Legally, he's not allowed to.
3: Because people tried to find him. He ran away. No one ever saw mm. him except for us. Wow. Mm.
0: So uh, anyhow, thanks to uh, Randy and Cottage Go for his half-baked stud stable there. Hopefully he gets his notes more organized for the actual regular season. Oh, boy. It's preseason for everybody. Yeah. Everyone's tuning I feel up. feel like yeah. if you had
3: well, tuned in on a regular basis to Purple Daily, it might have helped him out a little bit to know who was in, who was out, I'm just saying.
0: It's possible. Um, boys, uh, every week also on Tuesdays, we go back into the archives of Minnesota Sports History and Declan attempts to quiz us on our sports mm-hmm. knowledge. It's called Random Season Recall here. What do you got this week for us, Declan?
1: All right. This is uh I think Phil Mackey special. Nice. The 2014 Minnesota Twins. Oh, God. The 2014 Minnesota Twins on this week's a f- edition of Random Seeds.
0: Phil Mackey oh. special here. Yeah. This
1: is not at all going to be a oh, Phil
0: Mackey special, God. but we'll see
1: it. Uh We'll start with our normal win total. How many wins for those 2014 Twins, Mackey and Jeff?
0: Holy cow. Um, I'll give you a
3: three on either side, by the way. So... They lost ninety nine and eleven. 12, 13, is... Didn't
0: they lose a hundred in two thousand fifteen? Was that
3: that was no. Terry Ryan's last year? Nope. Right, that was uh, sixteen. Right in fifteen, I thought they popped up and and made a little bit of a run, and then were eliminated by oh, Kansas right. City at Target Field yeah, the last weekend.
0: Yeah, they won like eighty three games or something yeah. in fifteen. Okay, so fourteen, so f- was 14 bad, would have been. Fourteen, would that have been the uh, the first year of Irvin Santana and them him, him getting popped eighty games for a steroid suspension? Yeah, it might have been. For sure.
3: Yep, it was right around the time.
0: Okay. So that was a ninety loss team for sure. hmm How many games? I wanna say it was like a n like a ninety-three to ninety-four loss twins team. Okay. 92-93. It wasn't it wasn't ninety-nine, it wasn't a hundred. It was bad. Irv came back in the second half, if I'm remembering this correctly. That might have also been the year where Phil Hughes set the Major League record for lowest strikeout-to-walk ratio. Remember that? Yeah. And then they, they, and then they, they overcompensated gave the and they yes. gave him a contract.
3: Yeah. Because he had some type of innings pitch trigger, and they offered to throw him in relief in Detroit. And he's like, no, 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 I'm good. And, and they're like, we're yeah. going to give you a new contract.
0: So, was Irv, so if wait, I said 69 and 93, how would that land with you? So was Irv Santana the same, same year as Phil Hughes then? They were in the same rotation. Six, for, I mean, Phil seven, Hughes was here for like three or four years. I'm Irv was here for. No, three I'm,
3: I'm saying that the first year that they came in. Because Phil Hughes' first year here was really good, and then he got the contract extension and dropped off.
0: Yeah, because I think they signed Nolasco and Correa in the same offseason, oh, didn't they, or something like that? So you
3: said 67 and 93?
0: Uh, no, well, that no, 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 I said 69 no. and 93. 69, You've got 93, them yeah. missing two Nine. games. Two games.
3: Right? Yes. Um. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay. i buy that. Okay. okay. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. 70 wins. 70
1: wins. Oh, but still counts, just, still counts for the point. Missed. Still counts dude, for the point.
3: Still counts for no, the point. Still, that's good. That's good. Dude, that's a, we're off to a good dude. start. We're off to a great yeah. start. I'm very proud of you guys. Way to go. Feel good about this.
1: Uh, let's see here. What do I want to go with next? Uh, four players with double-digit home runs that season for the Twins. Only four players.
0: Who were they? All right. Mm. You can do this.
3: Okay, so this is 14.
0: So uh, this would have been... So Josh Willingham signed that contract, I think... In 2012, and it was a three-year deal. So this would have been the end of the Josh Willingham and era. He
3: got traded to Kansas City this year, right? Towards he the got end, traded of the season. in the
0: last year. So I'm trying to remember if he hit 10 home runs with he the Twins that year. That's now. probably a good guess, though. He probably did. I mean, can get three wrong guesses. Yeah. we're looking for four. All right, yeah. Josh Willingham. Yeah. That is one. Okay. 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 Some other guys that were on that team. Joe Mauer had bounced back by then. Joe Mauer had. I want to say three really solid seasons, and then they moved him to first base. Or was 13 the—
3: He got hurt. I can't remember. What's the year—was it 13 when he got hurt against the Mets, and then he didn't play the rest of that season, and then he came back as a first baseman?
0: Yeah, and he's also, like, very rarely hitting 10 home runs in a season. It's like, if he hit 10, it's exactly 10. Let's put him on the sideburner for now.
3: When did Morneau leave? get traded to Pittsburgh. So
0: I, be- I believe that was like 2013. Okay. Pretty sure Morneau was gone. Pittsburgh and then Colorado winning a batting title. Oh, you know who
3: might have been on this team? Escobar?
0: Eduardo Escobar? This might have been the first year of Dozier, too. Hmm. Yeah, this is... Oh, Dozier for sure. Yep. Let's go Dozier. Dozier. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: That is two. You need two more? Oh. Dozier, Plouffe. There's a... Yeah, Escobar. Escobar... Escobar didn't really figure Wait, it out, though, Ploof, until later.
3: Is this the year that Ploof had the
0: crazy June? That was, I think, 2012 or 13. Okay. But Ploof was still at, like, hitting double-digit homers, okay. right? Let's go Ploof. Ploof. Yeah, we got wrong guesses. Yep. Yes! Dude. Three. Oh, need one more. We have no wrong... We can run the table here. Yep. So you've got Escobar. Ryan Domit would have been an option in here mm-hmm. somewhere. I'm trying to think of other guys... Aaron Hicks was probably on this team. <laughs> I don't think he hit 10 home runs.
3: Dol- he so was Domet the catcher on this team? Or one of the catchers on this team?
0: He would have been a backup catcher to Mawa. Okay, so who was
3: playing? And a corner outfielder guy. So who was the... Th- so Plouffe was the third baseman? Plouffe yes. Plouf was the third baseman. So Escobar might not have played enough at this point.
0: He was kind of a utility yeah, guy. Yeah, so I might be. Yeah. That,
3: he might not have gotten to 10 then. Willingham in
0: left. God, who else did they have? Hicks in the center. Have like some random. Let's go, Domit. Ryan Domit. Guess Ryan Domit. you yep. okay with it? Ryan. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Ryan Domet. That's fine. Sorry.
2: He was gone. Okay. Okay.
0: Who is in? Oh, who man. is in right field, Phil? Oh my god. I'm trying to think of the guys that would have been on this team this is before this oh you before know before kepler oh you know
3: who when did terry S- trade Sunow. when did terry ryan trade for um when when did he trade ben revere was that before that that, that might have been before that this was,
0: he, they, he traded ben revere for vance warley didn't he yes that was
3: like 2013 yeah but i'm saying Ben Revere, before he got traded, played a bunch of outfield and clearly did not hit 10 home runs in a season. I'm, I'm trying to eliminate guys. Aaron
0: Hicks I played on this team. Okay. I'm almost certain Aaron Hicks ben played on this team. I don't, know if, I don't know if he hit 10. I'm trying to think of other guys. So, so the outfield would have been, like, Willingham would have been the DH. Aaron Hicks. This was right also in the era of, like, Eric Komatsu and these random-ass dudes that just sort of cycled around. Watch is a great record producer. I know what you're talking about. Let's guess. All right, uh, we, Joe Mauer too, man. Joe Maurer could hit. T- Let's guess Joe Mauer. Joe Mauer.
3: Mm-hmm. All right, now we're up against it. A- Got
0: all, right, all cocky.
3: Do you think it's Hicks? I
1: don't. Okay. I
0: don't think it's Hicks, but I. But
1: I, I will I, give you a small hint. You have not said this guy's name even once yet. Oh, oh. Throughout this entire course of random season
0: recall. Interesting. You mean today's episode or ever? Today's episode. Today's episode. Today's episode. Okay. So who
3: was 2014? Who was a shortstop?
0: It would have been like Pedro Florimone. They had a real rough run of shortstops. Yeah, because they tried to J.J. Hardy. Um, J- Jamie Carroll, Pedro Florimone. Oh, that's
3: right. Jamie Carroll.
0: Oh, God. It you. was that? Corner kind of, Yeah. I don't think Carroll hit 10. No. <laughs> it's nope, going to go I on a limb there. No, I don't think he did either. Oh. Oh. Kenny Vargas, Oswaldo Arcia, Oswaldo Arcia.
1: Which one's the final? He hit twenty-one
0: year. I'm gonna guess Judd. This is me and you real, real quick here. I'm gonna guess it's Oswaldo Arcia. Yes, Oswaldo Arcia. Final answer. Yep, yep. That's a good one.
2: Bang! Dingers.
0: Dingers.
3: How can I forget about Oswaldo Arcia? You were saying right field,
0: and he was there, (laughs) and I was like,
3: oh god, they're so close.
0: Arcia was. An amazing power hitter, just didn't offer a whole lot else. Yeah. Didn't offer much else. Vargas, same thing. That's okay. Remember we were all afraid, like... He's going to be Ortiz. Vargas is because he kind of looks like Ortiz, stature-wise, right? Like, he's going to be the next Ortiz. That didn't work. I thought Arcia was more likely to be the next David Ortiz. And he... End up playing for last I heard the Mexico City Reds, so yeah, and good. he is the David Ortiz of the Mexico City yep. Reds. For twins for sure. never forgive <laughs> themselves for that. All right, what's yeah. the next one? Uh, the longest winning streak of
1: the season for the 2014s was how many games? Oh, that's I
3: don't know. D- just guess. You think
1: it was I don't even know, five. Huh?
0: five? Yeah, no, did they ever win five? No, they it was I'm mean, gonna four, five. Let's go five. Five, well, wait,
3: wait, wait, dude. Do we have to nail it exactly? <laughs> do we have to nail it I'd exactly? I like you to nail or this just one be? exactly. Cuz I mean I feel like this is a very yeah. difficult cuz like there'd be no way to remember um winning streaks. All right, do you want to say 5 or 4? I'll say 5. All right. 5. 5. Yep. Man. It was 4.
1: It I was 4. Knew it might it be was a weird four. number. Oh my god. Uh four players. That's a ridiculous. Question. It is. It is, but that's random season recall. Four players had on-base percentages of 345 and above. There's only four of them. Who are those four players?
0: Okay, all right, Joe Mauer. Yeah, that is one. This team was full of Tom Brunansky, low batting at like guys who hit 240 or the 305 on base. our weekly guest around this time? <laughs> I know. I love Bruno. Bunch of Bruno clones. All right, all right. So we need four of them. So Mauer, Mauer. Yeah. Um. Okay. So a lot of these guys, like, Plouffe. Do- Dozier, you think? Ah, borderline. Okay. All right. I think I think he was borderline. Maybe. Okay. But he was a low batting average. Willingham may have produced enough. Like, he drew a lot of walks. Okay. And he clearly hit more than 10 home runs. Well, we got so let's three, go, three let, wrong answers. Let's go Willingham. Not enough. Okay. <laughs> Jamie Carroll may have grinded his way to oh, God. Some this is so ugly. It's not Plouffe. This is so good. ugly. Can we just to throw it? We got to. We got to at least guess Jamie Carroll's yeah, that's fine. name, right? Yeah, that's fine. Jamie Carroll. Jamie Carroll.
3: Damn it. Okay, so who got? Who even got on base on this team besides Mahler? <laughs> well, like,
0: Dozier may have gotten on base a little bit. All right. Ar- I feel like Arcia, Plouffe, those guys were like, no. yeah. 240 250 hitters who got on base. Should we at guess Dozier? Should we
3: guess Dozier? Uh. <sighs> like it doesn't feel to me like Aaron Hicks did it. Aaron
0: Hicks drew a lot of walks. A lot of walks. I would actually, all right, crucify me if I'm wrong on this, wanna... but I actually think it's more likely that Hicks did it than Dozier Ploof or Arsenal. All right, we're down to our last strike. Aaron Hicks. But I but I not I don't know if Aaron Hicks is the last strike guess. Um, trying to think of who else. I mean, I was going to say this is the mo-
3: this is a- another completely nondescript, ugly twin steam Vargas got on base a little bit,
0: <laughs> drew some walks. I'm comfortable guessing whomever at this point because yeah, this is all right. Let's 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 go with your guy Dozier. Let's go Dozier. <laughs> all right, 3:45.
1: What was his OBP?
0: 3:45 on the nose. See? On the yeah. nose. All right, so,
3: and we're looking for three? Is that what you said, Declan? Uh, Four. Four, so you nailed two. You need two more. All right, and we're down to our last strike.
0: Yep. Okay, let's do Aaron Hicks. He drew a ton of walks. I think he played this season. Aaron Hicks. Ah, I'm
1: sorry. He just missed it. Just missed the cutoff. All right. What was he,
0: 342?
1: 341, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry? All right. All right, what are the other two? Yeah. Uh, The other two were Kurt Suzuki. Uh, Kurt Suzuki... And sorry, I pull up my notes here. Uh, Kurt Suzuki and Danny Santana. Okay, I wouldn't have gotten. It. Danny Sant. D- this was the year Danny Santana hit like three hundred and twenty. Remember, he came up and was just. Oh my god! He's still god. with the Red Sox. Yeah. Right. yeah, he is. He's still bouncing He's become around. Become a good utility player. Yes, yeah. yes. Ooh, that There's was a that was a bloodbath of random season recall. It was start is out pretty it? good. It's mostly, it, yeah. Uh, the other, I had one more question. It was, um, yeah, how many saves did Glenn Perkins pick up? We'll go with that one.
0: So Glenn Perkins, I'll noted th- friend and regular on the Mackey and Judd Show at this time, all noted All Star Glenn Adam, Perkins and, in 2004. And, and he's
3: turned himself into a hell of an in-game analyst on Bally Sports North. He's good. Mm-hmm. I'll give
1: you it within three too. How many saves for Glenny Glenny Perkbrick?
0: Somewhere in the 30s, right? It was like 30. I think he had like 35, two, 36 30. saves in a in a year. They didn't win them. He he probably saved like half their games.
3: You want to say 32, 33?
0: Or half their wins yeah 33 33 seems like a safe little it was okay. in the 30s all right i don't think it couldn't have been much if it was more than 36 it means he's literally saving like right half their wins so let's go 33 yeah! 34 saves but
1: yes 34 there you saves.
0: Go. Oh, 34 oh, oh, saves wow. Wow. i guess we came right. back there and redeemed wasn't ourselves late yeah it wasn't terrible all right uh wow what a twins team that was actually uh was Who are the other relievers there? I think Jared yeah. Burton was one of the relievers. Yeah, Jared Burton, Casey God. Fien. Casey Fiend, dude. Wow. What a blast. It was. Mm. Well, that Twins team had a lot of time for fall golf, mm-hmm. let me tell you. And if you are also in the mood for some fall golf, PXG Minneapolis is your place to go. It's a golfer's paradise, and you got to check out some of the new clubs. They've got clubs in multiple different price ranges, but the Gen 4 clubs specifically are the best clubs PXG has ever made. Check them out. Drivers, fairways, hybrids, irons. Um, Swing them for yourself. Stop in at PXG Minneapolis in Southdale Center and find out more at pxg.com slash Minneapolis. That was random season recall here. We were put to the test. Not not entirely. Not as good as last week.
3: Because we killed it against the Vikings, you or did. with, with yeah. the Vikings, you did. We killed. You can that make one. in some
0: go for football at some point too. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I could do some go for football. I
1: didn't
3: think of that. Yep. Yeah. I do some go for football. Sixty two, maybe. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. Nineteen. <laughs> the 19... Super old.
3: <laughs>
2: Nineteen seventy. Got yep. go head coach.
3: Yep. <laughs> Marion Barber led the team in rushing. <laughs>
0: Uh, Write that down predictions tomorrow on the Mackey and Judd show and an accountability session. And don't forget to uh, click the subscribe button on the score North and purple daily YouTube channels. We'll give you daily Vikings and Minnesota sports discussions and entertainment back at you. See you guys tomorrow.
1: Hi, I'm John Henney, fourth generation owner of Henny jewelers in Shadyside. When it comes to shopping for a diamond engagement ring, Be sure you're getting the very best value. Before you think about purchasing a ring anywhere else, please stop into Henny Jewelers to compare. Our friendly team will make you comfortable and never pressure you. We are confident we'll help you find or create your dream ring at the absolute best value. Stop into Henny today or go to hennyjewelers.com to make an appointment. Henny Jewelers, we're your jewelers for life.
2: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar,